This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. So I almost burned the house down last night. Nice. What were you, were you getting Pro- all romantic propane? with candles? First grill of the season. Oh. <laughs> you gotta, it's not that the grates weren't clean, because it was, yeah. but, you know, there's the underside that has all the debris from the previous season that, that I didn't empty out. Oh, the debris. The right. grease trap. Yeah. And, and sometimes birds get in there and squirrels and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, who knows what, right? Yeah. And I got a, a couple of uh, Wagyu strips, which are extra <gasps> Wagyu fatty. Wagyu strips? Yeah. Wow. Uh, did Fancy. you burn those? Did not. Oh, seared them God. a little. Should have trimmed the fat because that just melted onto the debris and it just created. So it was like a, <laughs> like a, a little added flavor. Set the whole grill on fire. So, Did you have to put the water on it and stuff? Didn't do that. Backed it away. Oh, nice. Turned off the gas, turned everything off and just kind of let it burn itself out. But yeah, <laughs> I know. So the, the first fire of the year. Yeah. Kristen was so stressed out. <laughs> and I'm like, honey, we're just it's the first grill of the year. You know, yeah, you can expect, well, you know, a few setbacks. Yeah. Did she say, why did I let you move in here? Well, it's funny because I gave up my grill when I moved into her place. We kept hers because it's the same grill, but they operate so differently, which is funny because I was so used to mine operating at a certain temperature. Mm-hmm. And then with hers, even though side by side, they're identical for whatever reason, hers tends to run way hotter. So. Wow. Good to know. I know. But did you get to eat that steak? Clean your grill. It was fabulous. <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. It's all that matters, right? Exactly right. And we have a lot to get you caught up on. The first E! News of the day is straight ahead. Who is the racist in the royal family? Also, if you love Dawson's Creek and Blossom, we got some great news for you. And Bruno Mars is begging to perform at the Grammys. I saw that. Yeah. So we have a lot to get you caught up on the first E! News of the day. And we'll take a look at all things pop culture coming up next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. First, let's check the roads. Here's Tori. And now with your latest Q102 traffic. All right. Probably the biggest question that has come out of the Oprah interview is, who is the racist in the royal family? Everybody wants to know. Who questioned the darkness of the skin of Meghan and Prince Harry's baby? 
So, of course, Harry and Meghan declined to name names, but they have shared who it was not. On CBS This Morning yesterday, Oprah said that after the interview aired, Harry told her that it was not Queen Elizabeth or her husband, Prince Philip. Oh, well, so, that's good to know. I, You know, the, the royal family isn't I, that big. No. So, uh, you know, I, there are a lot of fingers pointing at one or two individuals, assuming that it just must. It must be them. But Us Weekly, meanwhile, spoke to a body language expert who picked up several verbal and nonverbal hints that Megan was holding back when she spoke about the queen. You recall she really had nothing bad to say about her, but the expert says her words came out stilted, almost as if she had rehearsed saying something nice about the queen. She added, quote, when asked Megan uh, about her first meeting with the Queen, you could see Megan's energy shifted immediately. Another body language expert says that Harry's behavior indicated that he has love for the Queen and Prince William, but he showed anger and resentment toward his father, Prince Charles. Hmm. Not surprisingly, ratings for the interview were out of this world. An average of 17.1 million viewers tuned in, which is more than the Golden Globes and the Emmys combined. Wow. That was the first time that I've watched a live television show probably since sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't on DVR. I literally turned it on at 8 p.m. and, and stayed until the 10. Commercials, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I went on CBS All Access, or what do they call it now, Paramount Plus, thinking it would be there because it aired on CBS, and mm-hmm. it's not. Maybe I it will be? Maybe, but it's it's probably a Harpo-owned thing, mm. and I look for it everywhere, and I just can't uh, find un- it unless she's got unless she's got some connection to a streaming service that I'm unaware of. I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I did read though. I read this Us Weekly article that was talking about just how devastated William is by is he Harry's devastated interview. or is he pissed? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, it, this article is their sources saying that he is devastated for multiple reasons besides the fact that he kind of went out and bashed the family he's very upset that megan even had to bring kate into it because evidently kate has always kind of been like a bridge between william and harry and she's had a really wonderful relationship with harry because they all have kind of grown up together and she kind of bridged the two brothers together often and the fact that megan was going on the record kind of saying stuff about her william was not a fan that's important though like when you have a spouse who is encouraging of your relationship. And that's one thing I'll always appreciate about my stepmother who always encouraged my father to maintain some kind of relationship Mm -hmm. with me, whether he wanted to or not. But, you know, I think he did, but I think she was more proactive in saying, Hey, have you called him lately? 
make sure you send him a card. And quite often it was her handwriting on the envelope. You know, she had to kind of nudge him a little bit. And I always appreciated that yeah. about her. Yeah. But I, you know, I thought Megan was very, I don't think she said anything horrible about, is she defend? He, well, she, Oprah, I think Oprah, Oprah brought, brought up the rumor up. of Kate, and I th- could see how squirmy she got and not wanting to bring it up because she felt like that was water under the bridge. And yes, it happened, but I forgave her, but it was out there at that point. She yeah. danced. She was dancing, like trying to find the proper wording. See, I felt like that was a question that they, even though they didn't rehearse, Oprah did say they talked to talked to each other before. And I felt like that was a question that was our, like maybe had been provided by Kate because she said that that happened six months after and that was kind of a turning point for them because the royal family knew that that was not true yet they continued to allow that rumor to be out Mm -hmm. there so I felt like that was kind of like a very like they knew everybody knew that was going to get talked about in my opinion you should be an FBI profile I should you really go deep with these things don't you well I just am very like attentive oriented I watch a lot of crime shows and a lot of things where people get interviewed you and don't I forget a GD thing stuff. do you I don't <laughs> I'm on the the Sun newspaper right now the U- in the UK and yeah. just yeah. reading some of the headlines Harry pressed nuclear pu- button on family as royal insider insiders watched at 3 a.m. Uh, as Meg and Harry drag royals through the mud, we demand to know who the racist is. Uh, Charles yeah, yeah, yeah. in state of despair and beyond livid over Oprah chat. And then I saw something else, too, where it was talking about a lot of people in the U.K. felt like they were these just whiny people like they were just whining about all of their mistreatment mm-hmm. saying harry and megan came off as whiny. yes like oh look at us this all happened to Poor us. us yeah but i also will say that in my opinion the most encouraging thing that has come out of that is all of the talk about mental health yet again because i was watching news story after news story last night on all channels across the board and they would do this story and then they would give the phone numbers for like mental help and saying it's okay to ask that's good Mm -hmm. yeah i thought it was awesome yeah all right another e-news this morning could a dawson's creek revival or reboot be in the works according to dawson's mom it's a possibility (laughs) uh during a recent panel discussion Actress uh, Mary Margaret Hume said, quote, there has been a secret text message going around among all we actors. Katie Holmes and I have talked about it extensively. James Vanderbeek and I have talked about it. She also says she wrote a, quote, idea for a crossover to a reboot. And she says there's a lot of buzz about it. Speaking of revivals, Maya Bialik and the creator of Blossom have been trying to bring the show back for a limited run for years, but can't seem to get it off the ground. She says, at a certain point, I may just start a grassroots fan campaign to see if we can do it, because we absolutely would love to, people to see where these characters are. Mm-hmm. And this is not a woman who's sitting on the beach doing nothing. I mean, she's been busy. She's working. She's got a new series out. So oh, yeah, you know, she's passionate about this character yeah yeah all right bruno mars over the weekend the grammys released a list of performers for this year and bruno was not on it but he wants to be bruno and anderson pock have started a campaign to get their new group silk sonic a performance slot during the show this is what bruno said on social media dear grammys if you can see it in your hearts to allow two out-of-work musicians to perform at your show, 
we would really appreciate it. We just released a song and could really use the promotion. He said that they would follow all safety protocols and even joke that they're willing to audition for the spot. Hmm. We don't know if the we don't know if the campaign is working or not. We haven't seen any response from from the Grammys. It'd be great if they came back cute. and they said, "We'll give you an audition." <laughs> right, exactly. Well, it's on Sunday, so I'm sure the Grammys has already been plotting out. You know who's performing when, where. You know, yeah. but what's another performance? Yeah. Put them on. Yeah, yeah. who's going to get cut? Who are they going to cut yeah. for that? They always run over, don't they? Don't their shows usually run over? Yes. Seems like it. Yeah. Yes. But and the weekend's going to be a no show, right? Yep. He's not pretty be much there. assume. Yeah, he wasn't nominated, and he wasn't. He doesn't really like that uh, the organization. I don't believe. I do love that he's willing to kind of humble himself, and you know, even though it's tongue in cheek. Look, if I got to do an audition, I'll do an audition. Right. Yeah. I right. think Dua Lipa is going to be the big Grammy winner this weekend. She deserves it. She does. Thank you for keeping me alive in 2020, 2021, Dua Lipa. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, also this morning, I don't know if you caught it, yesterday Katie Cork started her two-week stint as the first female guest host of Jeopardy. Uh, after her, Dr. Oz will take over, followed by Aaron Rodgers. But here's a little clip of Katie last night. And now, here is the guest host of Jeopardy. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. Welcome to Jeopardy, everyone. It is such a thrill to be here guest hosting a show I've watched and loved for years. And of course, a real honor to help out as all of us recover from the loss of the truly irreplaceable Alex Trebek. I'm really excited to announce that Jeopardy will be matching the winnings from each show I guest host and donating that amount to the Pancreatic Cancer Dream Team from Stand Up to Cancer. So thank you, Jeopardy. Now let's have some fun. Yeah, it's interesting. She got, like, as the show went on, it seemed like she loosened up a little bit, but um, she was able to, like, stick to the technicalities of the game, the rules Mm -hmm. of the game. Uh, She didn't have any stuttering, you know, stumbling issues or anything because there's a lot to pay attention to when you're sort of behind that podium. You got to, like, not just read the question but have the answer at the ready. You're looking at the time. You also have to pay attention to which contestant's buzzing in. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on, and I thought she handled that pretty well. Other guest hosts that we have to look forward to in the future include Anderson Cooper, Savannah Guthrie will be doing it, and speaking of Maya and Bialik, she'll be doing it as well. Uh, They haven't been scheduled yet, but we have those folks to look forward to before the season is up. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.